0: Hey everybody, welcome to a special bonus episode of your favorite show.
1: It's a very special episode.
0: This is the best of 1995.
1: So enjoy these flashbacks of 95. Whoa, i having flashbacks, dude. <laughs> and uh, get ready for us to come back in a couple weeks 19. for 1996.
0: That's right, a brand new year and a new co-host. No, I'm just joking. <laughs>
1: hey <laughs> so you know happy holidays merry Christmas uh, happy Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and right. everything that gets celebrated yep.
0: we'll be off next week so no show next week but we will see you in two weeks we'll so be I, drinking some eggnog have a great holiday season everybody bye
1: hey what's up like totally time for 90210 90210 What's wrong with you? What's
0: going on? Why the looks on your face over there?
1: It was just really quiet.
0: <laughs> what was really quiet?
1: The music.
0: That's because you had me turn I your know. things, your, your, your cans way I down. I know,
1: but then it was super quiet and weird.
0: Well, that's what it sounds like when it's very soft. Okay. It's only your volume, though. They heard it <laughs> at normal volume. <laughs> Good. Holy man. <mackerel. laughs> See what I have to deal with as far as putting this thing together for all you all? I know. I'm 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 very difficult to work with. First, I'm running it through computers to make audio cassette tapes. (laughs) Right. Now I got to deal with this. (laughs) Anyway, we should try to put this on the computer. Welcome. Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend Carol. How are you doing, Carol?
1: Hey, what's up? How
0: much. It's been a good week here. It is November 17th, October 20th, August 18th, September 8th, July 21st, June 23rd, August 25th. It is, what is it? Is it May 12th? Is it May 12th? 1995, it is May 12th, 1995. Good
1: for you, you can read a calendar, I'm so proud. Hey, what's up?
0: Not much, we've had a good week here at the Fee, The Fee?
1: Yeah, the Fee. La Fee? Yeah, La Fee. Like Pepe Le Pew. It's, it's Pepe Le Pew, Le Pew. yeah. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing with your, you're knocking around our table all around and things are... <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm, I'm hyper.
0: Yeah, apparently. Trying to get your legs up and everything? I don't know what the fuck's going on.
1: Well, you know what? We need to get, like, more comfortable chairs.
0: That would be nice. Yeah. You guys want to send us money. (laughs) Put money in our lockers. We can buy more comfortable chairs. And
1: then I won't wiggle.
0: I'll tell you what, though. I I always have a comfortable chair when I'm sitting in front of Nick at night. Are you? What? (gasps) Do you? (laughs) There you go. Hi, everyone. My name is Mark. This is Massive Late Fee. With me, somewhat, is my girlfriend Carol. How are you, Carol?
1: I'm good, and I am with you. And guess what? It's my birthday, so leave me alone.
0: I just had to wait several minutes for Carol to finish playing Tetris on the Game Boy before we could start recording. On this glorious May 26th, 1995... But, now you look like somebody.
1: Uh, okay. I look like me, thank
0: Hey, so, a little technical difficulty. <laughs> I had to tell something to uh, to Carol off tape.
1: And he didn't tell me he was doing it, and it was really weird. It was like I went deaf.
0: Is that how you guys experienced, it? Did you feel you went deaf
1: for <laughs> She looked alarmed. And and mute, deaf and mute. You could hear yourself, couldn't you, speaking? But but not the way that I'm supposed to.
0: So you thought you were hearing your thoughts?
1: This must be what
0: it's like to be deaf and mute. (laughs) It's like you could hear, but it's just thoughts.
1: Oh, goodness. So... (laughs)
0: Uh, how am I going to transition from this to the Oklahoma City bombing? What? <laughs> the Oklahoma City bombing happened about nine days ago. Now, I guess yeah, uh, uh, April nineteenth. Uh, suspects from here, maybe. There's a Michigan connection to Uh-oh. this.
1: I don't like it. Well, I'm sure that that we don't know them. I hope.
0: I hope not. I hope my friend Terry's not involved.
1: (laughs) Why would Terry be involved? I don't know. Well, you know, he's sometimes,
0: uh, like, uh, I don't know. I know some people that that mess around a little with the Michigan militia, and that's, that's, you know, part of it, I guess. I don't know.
1: Interesting.
0: I'll be honest. I haven't really been following the story closely, but tragic, tragic. Yeah. Oh, the uh, federal building in Oklahoma City.
1: It's very sad.
0: Supposedly, retribution for... Uh, what was it called? Waco. The Waco, Texas raid. David Koresh, you know, the Branch Davidian cult. Okay. You remember them.
1: Yes, I do with the uh, Kool-Aid, right?
0: No, that's Jim. That's Jim Jones. Jonestown. They yeah. were in Guyana, no, Africa. No, never mind.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Same kind of thing, though. So they're all, you know, murdering, uh, lying. Now yeah, it depends on who you ask. Guys with Delusions of grandeur.
0: Some people I know say that they were just, you know, they were just upholding their Second Amendment rights to have guns, and the, uh-huh. the federal people were like, fuck you. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a cult, you know. That's I, what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, not the kind of people I want to have guns. No offense. <laughs> Breaking news for us. The OJ verdict is in, Carol. Yep. Not guilty on all counts of murder. What do you think? Opinions. He's not guilty.
1: But, but, but he is. You think so? Don't you?
0: You were questioning when Mark Furman was invoking the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination about the planting the glove and stuff like that. You were like, "Eh, I don't know. It's weird that he would do that. It is weird that he would do that.
1: It is weird. It is weird.
0: They found his blood or whatever at the scene. They found her blood in his truck at his house. Seems open and shut to me. Plus, whatever the hell they're talking about, this DNA stuff.
1: I mean... Where they
0: can test the DNA.
1: How would his blood be there if he wasn't the killer? I don't know. Did he, like, go to the crime scene and... Bleed all over it and leave? They planted it. How do they have his blood?
0: They've got everyone's blood.
1: Okay, now we're getting (laughs) to this crazy town.
0: They got a big refrigerator with everyone's blood in it.
1: Sure. Sure they do.
0: They could have made it look like us. We did it. (laughs) It's the hosts of Massive Late Fee. They did it.
1: (laughs) For sure. No, I mean, it's just, yeah, if there's blood.
0: We didn't like what they said about, I, I don't know. Uh, airheads
1: <laughs> <laughs> the movie we talked about it seems it seems like he probably did it
0: but the jury said he didn't do it
1: and they heard everything and we didn't so. and
0: now Los Angeles does not burn down yeah that's the upside of it the downside of it is he probably got away with double murder probably what do you think of JFK Jr.
1: he's cute yeah that's it. I don't really. Think okay. I'm not. I'm not like obsessed. Like all when's these he gonna other run for president? Uh, hopefully never. The Kennedys had their time. They're done.
0: Oh wow! The Kennedys had one presidency, and they're done. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, or a conspiracy of many people, <laughs> made sure of that. It sounds like you were involved. <laughs> yeah, they're done now. <laughs> We, we took don't. care of that.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it, I don't like it when there's multiple generations in a family that are president. I don't,
0: well, it's only happened once,
1: and I don't like it,
0: John. And I don't think it's so when John again. Quincy Adams <laughs> became president <laughs> in the 1830s. You were like, I don't like it. <laughs> this weekend, Carol, we had we had some exciting times this weekend. Would you say? We went roller blading, the gating this well, yeah, <laughs> I
1: sure as hell didn't blade. <laughs> Blades. But yes, we did.
0: Yeah, it was fun, right?
1: Kind of. I mean, you know, if you consider watching me fall on my ass a bunch of times, fun, then yeah.
0: It was definitely fun.
1: <laughs> my butt hurts.
0: <laughs> just from the roller skating?
1: What? <laughs> Is wrong with you? What? Of course, just from the roller skating. What else could it hurt from? I don't know. Me either. <laughs> <A>
0: jerk. <clears throat> I am... Listen. Hmm. I, I am the best kind of sidekick. I'm the best kind of, f- uh, you know, friend to have in, in a gym because I'm always <laughs> right behind you.
1: <laughs> oh, so true. Uh- <laughs> so. School. What? <laughs>
0: are we doing word association? School. School.
1: School started. <laughs> that yes. was the other thing that happened this week. School
0: started, you are
1: correct. I hate it, and it makes me sad. Oh, yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. That is all I have to say about that. Algebra right now.
0: tests and so on.
1: That's all I have to say about that.
0: Okay, what's that from? Where's Comp? Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't you remember?
0: Yeah, I remember. Okay, that movie. I tell you,
1: life is like a box of chocolates. It's true. It I have no kind of southern accent. Truly,
0: is. oh really? No one noticed.
1: <laughs> I don't acknowledge that I am aware that that was not a southern accent.
0: Life is like a box of chocolates.
1: <laughs> it's
0: not an Eastern European.
1: Hey, there's an accent I can do. Yay. All right.
0: Say, uh, Slobodan Milosevic.
1: That was hot.
0: <laughs> Do you want to talk about the little side plot with Brandon and what's her name? Emily?
1: Yeah, Emily Valentine. Emily Valentine, who...
0: She's the punk rock girl.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, he obviously wants to, like, jump her bones.
0: Have you ever seen The Legend of Billie Jean? No. Really good movie. With Helen Slater. That's who she reminds me of, Helen Slater. Oh, real cool. Punk rock.
1: (laughs) She's into him. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he's into her.
0: But he's not in her.
1: No, he's not in her. Um, apparently there's this big party and everybody in school is talking about going and everyone's invited. And Brandon doesn't want to go. He wants to stay home like a loser, mm-hmm. dressed up as a vampire and scaring kid. Brandon's
0: like a fifty year old. Right? And maybe that's why he's attracted to Andrea because they can talk about <laughs> the war together. Right. And by the war I mean World <laughs> War One. <I. laughs>
1: Yeah, they are. Do you remember when the Kaiser? (laughs) They're a couple old souls. Mm -hmm. Emily, she shows up. Yep, she does. Trick or treating with her niece and nephew, who are cutely matching in little ghost costumes.
0: They're twins.
1: Yes. Well, and she made them their little costumes. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, they're they're props
1: (laughs) for her. When they show up at Brandon's, um, they invite him to go trick-or-treating with them, mm-hmm. and his parents have to, like, practically push him out the door to go, too. He's like, oh, I don't know.
0: I'll stay here and help pass out raisins.
1: Yeah, his parents got raisins. Like, that sucks. Who wants to be those people?
0: How has their house not been TP'd?
1: I don't know. Only because it's Beverly Hills. They're so into each other, talking and laughing and having a great time walking with these children that they fucking lose the children. Yeah. I mean, I understand looking... Like, I look at you.
0: Yeah, you do. And You've looked at me a couple times. I
1: have a couple times, yeah. But I, I don't think that I would become so blind to my surroundings that I wouldn't see children wander off, whatever.
0: Could you imagine trying to have that conversation with your, with your sister or brother or whatever? No. I'm sorry your kids are dead, but I was lost in his eyes.
1: So, Brandon and Emily freak out and, you know, they call the police and... The police are like, oh, it happens every Halloween. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it.
0: Cops like, what about those one kids, though? (laughs) Like, I got their guts ripped out. (laughs) She's like, hey,
1: shut (laughs) up. It turns out, though, that everything's fine. And the kids had actually gone back to Brandon's house because his dad's
0: wrestling with them.
1: And she still had the time and ability that evening to hang out with him more. Yeah, I don't know how. I What happened happen to those kids? I don't know. She didn't deserve to go out. She should have been... <laughs> she should have been shamed yeah. and grounded.
0: She's been a very naughty young lady.
1: And, uh, yeah, she goes to uh, the Peach Pit with Brandon and, you know, asks for a spanking. <laughs> they do kiss, though, don't they? They do, yeah. yeah. So. It's getting there. It's, it's getting slow, there. but th- she hangs on. It's the first time that Brandon likes a girl and we see her more than once. Yeah.
0: First time Brandon likes a girl that wasn't immediately murdered. <laughs> Off screen and never <laughs> right. talked about again.
1: <laughs> Sexy mermaid in uh, Donna's case. Oh. She actually
0: looked not too bad.
1: She looked really hot, but she couldn't move.
0: No. Well, for some guys. It's Although, I
1: mean, you know, her legs were not in the...
0: That is always weird about the mermaid thing. Yeah, the top half of a woman is probably, I guess, more appealing visually to guys than the bottom half. But wouldn't... if. <laughs> You couldn't have sex with a mermaid. That's my point.
1: <laughs> you were going to say some stuff <laughs> that was going to go way <laughs> wrong.
0: I'm just saying, you couldn't have sex with a mermaid. And maybe you could. There's stuff a mermaid could do to you, but you couldn't have sex with one.
1: Maybe they have a secret hole somewhere.
0: But how how appealing would that be?
1: Let me find the secret hole in your <laughs> fin. So Emily Valentine proves to be a little too edgy. Too for, punk rock. For Mr. Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Come
0: on now. A glass of whole milk would be too edgy for Brandon.
1: <laughs> right. This whole episode he's just like, I don't dance, I don't, I don't dance, I don't drink.
0: My dolls don't have faces. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's it like the Amish. Oh. Uh, it's a vanity thing.
1: Right. So they're talking about the weekend and she gets the idea that they're going to go to this undercover... Club or underground.
0: underground,
1: yeah, underground club. Like it's an underground <laughs> club.
0: It's a club mask. It's a cop masquerading as a club.
1: <laughs> right.
0: It's just a plain clothes cop uh, on all fours, and it's like, "Hey, come on, kids, come on in. Here's where the club is." <laughs> they get a good parking spot for some reason. He says it's one of the perks of going to the dance with me. I don't understand why.
1: Was he the DJ? I, mean, I don't like- know
0: because he's on the dance floor. Yeah, no, I guess he, he's not. He's. She says. I'm proud to go to the dance with the best dancer in all of West Beverly, proving that West Beverly is the whitest school in America.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Because right. I don't know. I don't think he'd be the best dancer in our school.
1: Right. Yeah. He was scary. I mean, he's very, we'll say he's animated and I mean, enthusiastic and, mm-hmm. you know, those are those are pluses, I, I guess. They can be. Yeah, it doesn't look good, and he gets this look on his. He looks like he's fucking. That's what his face looks like. <laughs> he's like very intense about what he's doing. Well, dance dancing's a little like that, I guess. In well, ways. apparently because it certainly got her riled up.
0: But this episode of nine hundred two one zero was quite the emotional experience, huh? I, I guess. Well, it was, it was very. It was there was seriousness to it. There
1: was seriousness,
0: and also silliness.
1: Yes. That's what I'm I, mean, I think it was, I know they were trying to be serious, but I, I feel so. like the episode was a little more silly than maybe they meant it to be. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It was not one of my favorites. I thought it
0: was fine. It's a pretty bog standard early oh episode. I feel like the, the episodes get more interesting. The show gets more interesting as it goes along, I think. Yeah. But why don't you tell us what happened in the episode?
1: Okay, so Andrea mm-hmm. asks Brandon to be a big brother. She she browbeats Brandon into oh, yeah. being big brother. She um she definitely I mean she does not take no for an answer. She's a very pushy lady.
0: She doesn't take no for an answer until it comes to sex, and then it's all no's. <laughs> until ev- eventually, apparently, it's a big yes. Yeah, and then she gets pregnant the one time she says yes.
1: Well, we're talking about her taking other people's nose for yeah. an answer. I mean, she she definitely seems to have no on her mouth, but. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, She's
0: got other stuff on her mouth.
1: gotta tell you, though, this mall does sound amazing. Like, I wish they would build this mall here. hmm It was what, gonna have an I ice rink. i tear down
0: a thousand peach pits. <laughs> right? This
1: mall. It was gonna have an ice rink in it. It was going to be like multiple stories, an arcade, a coffee house. Everybody wanted a coffee house. A
0: nature preserve. (laughs)
1: Like insane.
0: There was an entire Native American tribe they were going to save (laughs) that had a reservation there. Right. Brandon said, "Fuck them. I'm not friends with any Native American. So I am friends with a broken down old Italian man that just wants to retire.
1: Right, Because he sees on the plans that it's going to be constructed where the peach pit is. It's like the peach pit's not even doing well, no, which is another reason why this could have been a really good thing for him. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like forever.
0: They, the offer that they gave him was a cash offer. We, ne- we never we learned, know how, know how never learned is, how man. much it is, but a cash offer and then a prime spot inside the mall. Yeah. And Brandon's like, work until you die, Ness. I want to read a couple things from the massive love segment of the newspaper. Okay. Because we're going to be dealing with some, some massive love. We
1: are going to be dealing with some massive love.
0: <laughs> Traverse City married couple, 30s, seeking other couple... For clean, discreet, adult fun, leave best time to call.
1: You know what my biggest question for this is? No. Why is a couple in Traverse City, Michigan Mm -hmm. looking for a couple in Detroit, Michigan?
0: Well, that is a good question. They want to be far away from from the good, clean living in Traverse City.
1: (laughs) I mean, I get why somebody from Detroit might want to go to Traverse City for like, you know, mm-hmm. the Cherry Festival and stuff like that. Right. But um if you're already in Driver City, stay there.
0: Agreed. I agree.
1: <laughs> Why are you trying to like mix with like
0: stay us with heroes. your own kind. Don't mix
1: with us. <laughs> <A> city people. <laughs> Find
0: uh, a couple in cut off shorts with missing teeth. Ew. Well established attractive white couple. 23 to 35. What does that mean, well-established? Like they, they're they a pillar of the community? That is a question. Well-established, attractive white couple, 23, 35. Wow. Seeking long-term intimate relationship and adult fun.
1: Wait, wait. Are they 23 and 35? One of them's
0: 23 and 30. Yeah, no. They the, can't actually they be. Ex, they exist in, in the time spectrum at two <laughs> different points in time.
1: They can't be well-established.
0: If she's 23? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've been grooming her since she was sixteen. We're well established. Ugh, gross. This point. Seeking long-term intimate friendship and adult fun with attractive bi white female twenty to thirty. Please, serious inquiries only.
1: What if I'm just fucking with you? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: is that? Is that the climactic line to the screenplay you're writing in your head while we're doing this?
1: What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> no, I just, I mean, like, they always, you you know, you hear people say all the time, serious inquiries only, and it's like, what? Oh, well, I got you. Okay. Who, wastes, <laughs> who wastes their time? Like, to contact these people, mm-hmm. but they're not serious. I've
0: thought about it. I, I'll be honest with you. I've thought.
1: Well, okay, but we have, like, extraordinary circumstances, because, you know, we would be doing it for entertainment.
0: Are we a well established couple?
1: <laughs> I don't think we've established much of anything.
0: I think we're well established in the minds of the listeners. What do you guys think? Hey, re- retrolatefee.com or uh, latefee1994 at AOL.com. Are we a well established couple? <laughs> yes or no? No context. Just, just send in yes or no. Okay. Well kept. <laughs> Wow, well kept, slim, white male. I don't know what that means. Look, Are they does, looking for a sugar daddy. D- does he mean well kept?
1: <gasps> he- I bet he does.
0: <laughs> he does, sir. That that phrase is well kept with an M. You're not, missing some letters. Not well kept. <laughs> well kept, slim, white male looking for straighter, bi curious female, or couple. For discreet fun. No what? solo males.
1: What are you going to do? Okay, so you're okay with another guy being there, but you don't want to have sex with the other guy? Like, no. what? What's going on here? Sorry. Would you make
0: eye contact Well, the woman's between the two of you? I mean, what's going on here?
1: I mean, and if she's bi-curious, I mean, it seems like you'd be more open to having another female. Mm. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. You're either. looking for a lesbian couple, if anything.
0: That's true. And just, the, if, if, if Penthouse's uh, forum letters have... Have taught me anything? It's that lesbian couples always look for a guy just to mix things.
1: Up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who needs a strap on when you get a guy attached to it? Come That's on.
0: right. Exactly. Uh, white male, fifty, married, seeking. Oh wait, sorry. White male, fifty, seeking married black female for daytime relationship and fun, no strings attached. No drugs or nuts.
1: Just nice fun. No drugs or nuts.
0: Now, I'm thinking that he is adverse to drugs and allergic to nuts.
1: (laughs) See, I'm not sure if he means he's allergic to nuts, if he means he wants to make sure they don't have any nuts, or (laughs) if he means that he doesn't want anybody who's crazy.
0: In order to be with this guy, you have to be a black female and you have to bring your uh, your certification papers with
1: <laughs> I have no
0: I'm, nuts. I'm not. I'm a female, and I uh, I am not insane.
1: And you have to be married, right? Yes. That's rude. That's so stupid.
0: Oh, look at this. Here's hmm. somebody very honest. Okay. East side, gay, white, male, 33, 5'11", 330 pounds. Wow. That's a big boy. Uh, a hopeless romantic looking for that special someone for fun and much
1: more. What is more than fun? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of scared of that. Like, what's on the other side of fun? <laughs> right, we've had fun, we're, now let's have more. Right,
0: we've had fun, now we're going all the way around to misery. <laughs> right? We've had fun, now all of a sudden I have a bloody knife in my hand. <laughs> I don't know how that got we're having so much fun.
1: <laughs> what happens? I'm 330 oh, we pounds because I eat my lovers when oh, I'm done with them. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we're having
0: some fun. His nickname is Praying Matt.
1: Ooh.
0: How about this one? Married. Big teddy bear. It's not a person. It's an actual teddy bear, but legally married. Oh, okay. Want adventurous, passionate female for fun. Not, Not more, just fun. You're a dick. Age
1: what? The guy is a dick.
0: Oh, age, race, open. Must be clean and discreet. Why? Oh, because he's married. Yeah. I forgot the first line of the thing. Yeah, he's a married teddy bear. So he's also like a 300-pound dude, probably.
1: And uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Fucking Teddy Bear. Why are you cheating on your wife? Okay? That's not a very teddy bear move. <laughs> teddy bears are supposed to be safe and friendly and cuddly, <laughs> not heart-breaking <laughs> cheaters.
0: Right? Oh Piglet, I'm looking
1: for <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a female for fun.
0: You know what we don't have anymore? Huh? Is assalamualaikum?
1: I miss assalamualaikum.
0: Yeah, he I think he started his nation.
1: <laughs>
0: so keep an How's eye. That out, going? <laughs> keep an eye out for that new nation. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: should you should write us assalamualaikum at uh Yeah, late fee fee, 1994 at AOL.com. Do it. Let us know how it's going.
0: Yep, we want to (laughs) know. How long do you think it would take to start a nation that way? He's asking for one woman and one man.
1: (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) And the thing is, you can only knock up a woman once. So it's, even if he's throwing himself in the mix. She can have
0: more than one child. (laughs)
1: I mean, one one guy at a time. At a time, right. Yeah, like, I mean, if he had, like, multiple women, I could see it being easier to start the nation. Oh, for sure. So, it seems weird to me because...
0: I don't think he's in it for the sex.
1: But he wants...
0: To watch, it? maybe? I don't know. I think he's in it for the religious instruction.
1: <laughs> right, but I mean, he wants a bunch of people. It would be easier if he had more than one woman. He
0: wanted one guy and one girl.
1: To start a nation. What do you think that means? That means, like, procreating, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I would think, yeah
1: or does it mean to recruit?
0: No, I think he want I think he wants to I think he's looking for Adam and Eve. Okay. To start a new a completely new nation. That's what I think this mentally unbalanced person <laughs> is looking to do.
1: 18 years.
0: You think in 18 years you could start a new nation?
1: Well, he would have 18 people if if the lady was very fertile.
0: Oh, and yeah. Young. 18 Pregnancies, successful pregnancies. Right. That seems unlikely.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, and then, you know.
0: And 18's not a nation. And
1: then, it, but then at 18, you got all these people that can, oh, but they're going to be siblings. No, you can't do that. Either. I think that's
0: what they're going to do. I think that's what he's going to do, though.
1: Yeah. Maybe he'll knock them up.
0: Knock up the siblings.
1: Yeah. Who, who are the boys going to sleep with? Sad. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's
0: the most <laughs> objectionable part about it. So that the guys aren't getting laid? <laughs> Not the rape or incest or <laughs> brainwashing.
1: You know what? I don't miss you anymore, alaykum. <laughs> we hope you failed. We should go to Orange County so we can be rich. What? <laughs>
0: yeah, we- that's that's how it happens. What rich makes people you think that? Yeah,
1: are in Orange County. That's true. So if we emulate them,
0: well, just, I want to
1: figure out what the life choices are.
0: And then write a self-help
1: book. Go towards the money.
0: <laughs> that's what the book's going to be called. Go towards the
1: money. <laughs> wow. Follow the path and it leads you to Orange County.
0: Holy shit. Maybe that's what we should do. Should I hang out? Should I go to Sunset Boulevard and have a prostitute suck my dick? No. Nope. That's what the one of the rich guys in this movie did. <laughs> no. Nope, that's cause... one of his behaviors.
1: But that's giving away money. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that Hugh Grant, you know, what a cad. No. I love that your internal
0: monologue (laughs) is from the 1930s. (laughs) What a cad. Now let's go drink some sassafras.
1: (laughs) So this week, we watched Caroline in the City.
0: We did. That new
1: show with Leah Thompson. I really like it. Do you? Yeah. It's fine. I mean, you know me, I love all sitcoms, Mm -hmm. so... It's a very simple, like this,
0: like, okay, so she plays, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's brand new this season. Leah Thompson, uh, Marty McFly's mom from <laughs> Back to the Future, right, plays a, a cartoonist. She has a, a comic
1: strip or yeah. something like
0: that. And she works with this dude, Richard, that draws the stuff
1: he He's in her apartment. That's where his workstation is, which is kind of weird. Right. Like, right. he gets up to go to work every morning, and that work is at her apartment. Mm-hmm.
0: And she's dating this one dude, and she's got a friend that's a, a girl that dresses all in leather and stuff, and sunglasses. She's tough. She's <laughs> punk rock. Yeah. They should have gotten, what's her name, from 90210 to do it. Right? It's Tori. No, no, no. Not Saved by the Bell. Oh, Yeah. Christine, uh, what's her name? I can't remember.
1: I don't you know, know, I don't know the one that
0: gave Brandon euphoria.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. They should have gotten her because <laughs> she's the original punk rock. Right. Anyway, uh, so the very the plot of this episode is
1: incredibly simple. Oh yeah, and and incredibly stupid. But go ahead. She
0: goes to the ATM, and her friend tells her. That she has something in her nose. So, she picks her nose to get it out.
1: In the mirror on the ATM. Right. Which, how many ATMs have mirrors on them? I'm, I'm not... I think most of them do. ...aware of that.
0: Oh, I think most of them do. Okay. I I mean, I don't really use them, but... Because, I mean, they're around, but yeah. they're hard to find.
1: They're usually just at the bank. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it spit out her card and her receipt and not her money. Correct. So,
0: which I, you know, that's, I suppose that happens, huh?
1: Which, and if it was like 20 bucks, I guess it wouldn't be as big of a deal, but it was $200. Right. That's a big deal.
0: So she, she says that, uh, you know, she goes to the bank and the woman working there is Mrs. Banks. (laughs) So they, 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 they churn all the jokes out they can have about
1: that. And she's such a bitch. She doesn't even think it's funny. She does yeah. not get the humor. That's frightening.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that one dude in Mary Poppins, his name was Mr. Banks, right? Oh, yeah. And he also worked at a bank.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, it's like her heart has to be dead inside to not find that funny. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sorry. Well, that's, but... a, that's going a little far, <laughs> but okay. So, it turns out that the way they can prove that she didn't get her money... Is to review the camera footage from the hidden camera behind the mirror in the ATM. The
0: one she picked her nose in.
1: What the fuck? Do you think this is real? Do you think ATMs have, like, little hidden cameras in them? For sure, yeah. I don't like that.
0: You know, because to stop people from stealing stuff, for sure. Because if they didn't have a camera, anybody could come up there, like, in the middle of the night. They're just out. Anyone could come up there in the middle of the night with, like, a screwdriver or whatever and, like, to take the money that's inside.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Unless they have alarms on them. I don't know, maybe they do. Huh. But anyway, so I don't understand why she has to watch it with everybody. Like it's they gotta make popcorn and get some snacks and right. so and have a viewing party for this. They can't just look at it and be like, Oh yep, yeah, we see that you were there and you didn't get any money. Also, how do they how can they not know that she didn't get money? Right. So they don't keep track of how much money's in the, this machine.
1: That's how they figure out whether or not you know a customer gets shorted. If you're a cashier, they that, count down the machine. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, they should be able to do that with the ATM. You're right.
0: Check the receipts and how much is in the thing. Yeah, I, that's what I would think. But no, what they what they're going to do is they're going to force her to come in, and she's like, oh no, and then she leaves.
1: She's so embarrassed that she picked her nose that she leaves instead of staying to get two hundred dollars. How much money do you think she
0: makes writing this fucking right? comic strip? I mean, it's a pretty nice
1: apartment. So.
0: Yeah. And she's in New York, right? The city is yeah. New York. Right. Caroline in the city.
1: And then Richard, the the whatever, cartoonist or colorist. Um, I don't know.
0: The guy that the, the guy that does the traces the tribes.
1: <laughs> he um he's dating some girl that he does not like. Mm-hmm. That he keeps trying to break up with and stuff keeps coming up like her dad died or something. I don't know. Her dad had a heart attack.
0: But yeah. (laughs) Her dad's heart was dead inside. (laughs) Right. And then someone shocked it back to life and he was okay.
1: So he finally has a window where he's going to break up with her. And instead of being honest and being like, hey, I really just don't want to go out with you. Because he wants
0: to be a nice guy.
1: He tells her that he's allergic to her dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I saw problems. What's dog's name problems, again? B- Bedelia something? B-
0: Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah, Bonnie
1: Bedelia. I saw problems, like, miles away with that. Like, dogs can come and go.
0: <laughs> right.
1: You know? I mean, I love my dog, and I've had my dog for 13 years. Mm-hmm. But if it came down between you or the dog, obviously I would choose you. Oh, yeah.
0: Needles coming out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, this, night, is a, night. this is a newer relationship. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, it's newer. And you would think that, I don't know. She says, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I can't be with somebody that can't be with my dog.
1: But the next day or two mm-hmm. later, she shows up at his door and like, hey, I got rid of my dog. Yep, Did not kill it. There was no needle.
0: No, she gave it away to a family
1: upstate with a big yard,
0: which is nice Yeah, for the dog, I guess.
1: So now it's like she gave away this dog that she adores so she can be with him. So he's really fucking stuck, right? Yeah,
0: I was like, he's got to marry this woman, right?
1: So she kisses him and he's and he's like all all this and and she's got garlic breath like he's so miserable.
0: Oh, it's not good, no.
1: And he decides to, somehow, I want to know how. How did he find out who these people are? Maybe he just asked her. Hey, can you give me directions <laughs> to where you took your dog? <laughs> no reason. Just asking for a friend. I guess
0: that's true. It would be weird.
1: Yeah. But he shows up at this guy's house unannounced and says, hey, I'm she here needs the dog for back. this lady because she wants the dog back.
0: She can't. She's miserable. She's cutting herself now. <laughs> And the guy's like, well, I'll have to ask little Timmy, or whatever his name is.
1: And little Timmy's deaf. Yeah, it's start, Cameron. And starts signing to him.
0: Yeah, it's Cameron. <laughs> Can you give up, Andrea? <laughs> little <laughs> Andrea? And the peanut butter? And Cameron says, all right, so he hands over the, the leash. But then the guy, Richard, just walks away.
1: He does not take Bonnie Bedelia? No. I think he should have. I really do. Really? I just... Uh, I don't know. I don't the, know. The kid can get another dog. The kid's had the dog for, like, a day. That's true. She loves this dog, and, and he doesn't want to be with her.
0: Do you think this is going to be, like... this? Now, this is the first episode that I have seen. Yeah, uh, same here. So, do you... I, so, I don't know how many episodes this girlfriend has been on. But do you think that this is going to be, like, a running thing? That she's, like, a semi-regular cast member?
1: I hope not, because that's going to make me really angry.
0: If he's just always trying to trying to dump this girl and can't, like, she's, she just
1: clings on to him. If he is that big of a pussy, I don't think I will continue to watch the show. Okay. So then uh, Caroline. In the city. Decides that it is worth $200. Well, they also
0: talk about how, like, she can't floss in front of her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And her boyfriend can't pee with
1: the door open. Which, good for you. Don't pee with the door open. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody pee.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's gross. Some people are into that, though, right? I
1: guess. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so they're working on trying to become more intimate, and they... they I don't know how that intimate. They settle on uh, cleaning Sweetie, their ears me, in front of each other. Let me see you clean your teeth. Ugh. No, thank you.
0: Yeah. So they're going to clean their ears and... yeah.
1: Q-tips. And she decides that she can let people see her pick her nose, I guess. Oh, that's something else. (laughs) At the end of the episode, remember, Richard goes to pick his nose Mm -hmm. because he's trying to make her break up with him again. Mm -hmm. And uh, instead, she's like, oh, we're that comfortable with each other? Great, let me get my toenail clippers.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: (laughs) So, this week, we saw... To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yes. And you got it. I thought it was gonna suck. Honestly, I was not looking for it. To was it was
0: my idea and Carol was
1: like, No. No. I just it made me sad to think about Patrick Swayze dressed up like a woman because he's so hot and I didn't want that image ruined for me.
0: What about Wesley Snipes? Westaford Snipes.
1: Good actor, not hot.
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: Um, and then the other dude. I have no idea what he looks like as a dude.
0: John Leguozamo.
1: Yeah, but he made a really pretty girl. Yeah. So, um, but it was a really, really good movie. I was it really is inter- surprised. It
0: is interesting that you never see him as a man in this entire movie. You see Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes at the beginning getting made up. Yeah. Yeah from man to woman. You kind of see their transformation a little bit. Yeah. I guess John Leguizamo's transformation was throughout the movie. They keep calling him like a boy in a dress.
1: I don't think I mean he had a definitely emotional, you know, That's transformation, thing, yes. but yeah, there was no physical transformation. No. He 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 was pretty to start out with and he was pretty at the end. Um Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes High for first place.
0: Vita and Noxima. Yes. That's their names in this movie.
1: Yeah, Vita Boheme, and they're going to go by plane, right? Well, they
0: get plane tickets. Yes, yeah. they win plane tickets and hotel accommodation and all that stuff.
1: Very exciting.
0: It is very exciting.
1: They run into.
0: I don't know, uh, John Leguizamo.
1: <laughs> I don't remember his character's name either.
0: Uh, a boy in a dress. Right. Um, Puerto Rican. swayback. <laughs>
1: as Patrick <gasps> Swayze says. Oh my goodness. As Patrick Swayze yeah. says like five times. The it's Swayze. terrible. Like, they're so racist to him. They're walking up the stairs. They see him crying. And...
0: Little Latin boy.
1: Yeah. Why is the little Latin boy in a dress crying?
0: Let's talk about this movie.
1: I've been dying to talk about this movie. He wouldn't talk about it with me. He made me Wait. We saw Desperado. You love waiting, though. The anticipation Wait. is good. Teasing you
0: <laughs> with Desperado talk. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Desperado.
1: What in the actual fuck?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I mean, like, I don't know what to make of it. I don't, I can't wrap my brain around this movie. Like, it's ridiculous on so many levels, but the- still kind of cool.
0: The movie somehow gives too much exposition in scenes while also not telling you anything that's going on at all. Right. I was lost for almost all the movie. (laughs) Now, I guess part of that might be that it's technically, or I guess in actual fact, a sequel. The guy that directed this and wrote this is named Robert Rodriguez. And he wrote and directed a movie called El Mariachi. Right. And this is a sequel to that. But guess what? Mm. I went and did some research on my own, and I talked to some people. I didn't watch El Mariachi. Sorry, guys. I'm not that dedicated. (laughs) But I talked to some people that watched it. I read some stuff and everything. And the guy, the villain in this movie, Mm -hmm. Bucho? Yes. Or Bucha or whatever his name is? Yeah. Is not the villain in the first movie, right? Uh, M- Moko or something like that is the villain in the first movie, who gets killed in the first movie, and I, it just like it doesn't add up with what they they give some explanation of. Steve Buscemi's like, so they killed your girl, you know?
1: right? <laughs> like, right, and all this stuff, and shot him in the hand, and he was a mariachi, so
0: he can no longer. Mariachi with a mariachi band, or I don't know what mariachi <laughs> means in Spanish. So,
1: well, it means like the street performers.
0: That- the mariachi—that's what his name means, right? El mariachi yeah. means the mariachi. Yeah, it's a street performer, like a busker, musician. Okay,
1: yeah, like you know, they play, they sing and and play their guitar and stuff. That's the mariachi.
0: La mm-hmm. la 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 bamba.
1: Not like that, probably, but yeah. They sing. You
0: soy Mariano. Ooh, Yo soy Mariano. Yo soy, soy Capitan, soy Capitan. Yeah. Yeah. I know the song. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that's what he is. But, I, yeah, I, I was confused for so much of this movie. I'm like, okay, he wants to kill this guy. I don't know why. And then it's like, like, like I said, Steve Buscemi is... Steve Buscemi is the exposition machine in this movie until he gets knifed <laughs> to
1: yeah, death. Yeah, everybody dies. Everybody dies in this movie.
0: Quentin Tarantino shows up for five seconds in this movie and they get shot in the head.
1: Yeah, and he he seemed like he was going to be a badass character. They yeah. gave him music. He walked into some fucking music, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: he had his own. Yeah, he had his own theme song. He comes in. <laughs> he's he, you know he's kind of funny and everything. He tells this weird joke and then. He goes into the backs like, "Hey, I don't know what's going on." Blam. Yeah. And then Buko's like, "Hey, that guy that we we got to pick up the, you know, the money and everything. Yeah, he got killed in the shootout." So he really didn't know what was going on. Right, The guy just shot him for no reason.
1: And he was the he 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 came in with some other guy he like met on the way in. And they both had some kind of paperwork to get them into the back.
0: Yeah. They were they were carrying carts.
1: Yeah. It's really weird. Like, like, here's my card, Like, my membership card? What? And, um... They
0: were wearing members-only jackets.
1: They shot the one guy in the head, and, like, I'm sure he pissed himself because he thought he was going to be shot. for like, Cheech oh, no, Marin's you're good.
0: Like, Cheech Marin's like, he didn't check
1: out. Yeah. You check out, though.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But he only, only to go back there and get shot.
0: Cheech Marin also gets killed.
1: Everybody dies in this movie.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Except for the woman, uh... Selma Hayek Mm -hmm. and Antonio Banderas.
1: Yeah. He was in Interview with a Vampire. In Philadelphia. He was the Vampire Armand who was in charge of the theater group.
0: Yes, that's correct. He's a good looking guy.
1: Yeah, he was nice to look at. So is she, though. Oh, absolutely. She's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And getting to see them both naked was (laughs) one of the highlights of the movie.
0: Yeah, although also shot really weird.
1: And... Not earned.
0: No, not at all. That's another. That's another thing I want to talk. So their relationship comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He saves her on the street, I guess. She takes care of him, but there's no, like, I'm, they don't even really have that much chemistry, to be honest.
1: Well, they were checking each other out before the shooting started. I guess. And then she saved him. They're both. He hot. saved her. She saved
0: him. They, they're both hot, so they got together. That's the. <laughs> That's the logic of the film.
1: Basically. And she seems like she's kind of a whore. I mean, no offense, but because I think she was sleeping with Buko.
0: Mm, I, I think she, only once, I think. Not, not constantly. He kept
1: trying to kiss her, though, when, when he was talking. He kissed her twice.
0: Yeah, but I think that's more just like, hey, I can kiss whoever I want. He's, he's Richard Dawsoning the whole town, basically. <laughs> I guess. He's just going through and like just kissing whoever he wants. I'm pretty sure that's that situation. But he the- did say to Antonio Banderas that he knew what it was like to have her, though. Mm-hmm. So obviously he had had sex with her before, but I don't think it was like a constant thing.
1: And it seemed like he was jealous that she was with Antonio Banderas. Maybe. So. I don't know. Maybe I-
0: he knows that Antonio Banderas is a better lover than he is.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: It's very clear that he is. <laughs> Because they juxtapose them having sex. Yeah. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah. He he just lays on his back and smokes a cigar while a girl rides him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even look like he's having fun. No, not at all. So yeah, that was kinda of, that was that was a sad, sad scene.
0: Yeah. And it came right after the, you know, the incredible <laughs> let's light five thousand candles. Right.
1: Yeah, that was a fire hazard. And- I mean it eventually goes up in flames anyway, mm-hmm. right. but <laughs>
0: And play with uh with a spur over each other's butts, also just <laughs> weird,
1: all right, like
0: they're just experimenting, I don't know they should be in the the massive love section,
1: yeah, yeah, that would that might be beyond fun, right
0: <laughs> but yeah, you get to you get to see them you know naked, basically, yeah. it's quick, see her boobs, yeah, I think that I think that when this comes out. On VHS, that I think this will be the VHS that gets destroyed the fastest because people like little little kids or you know you know little, not <laughs> teenage what the fuck? teenage boys are going to be rewinding and pausing and rewinding and pausing <laughs> a lot at that part because it is quick. Yeah, you gotta have real eagle eyes.
1: Well, apparently I have some good eyes because I saw some titties.
0: Because we saw a movie, I guess um. we saw.
1: Softcore porn.
0: We saw a a moving pictures on film breasts. played at twenty four uh, frames per second.
1: Breasts on screen. That's what we saw. Yeah, lots and lots of breasts and an ass. Only one. Well, only one boy ass. Lots of girl asses too.
0: Yeah. Some uh, also like. Not that they like, you know, displayed the vagina or anything like that, but there's some bottomless stuff too. Yeah. The whole thing okay, so we saw Showgirls. Uh if you any for anyone that's ever wanted to see Jesse Spano naked.
1: This is your movie.
0: Yeah, because she's naked a lot in this movie. It's not even a little bit, it's a lot. But uh what did you think of the movie overall? <laughs>
1: um well It was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was completely unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good for seeing people naked. Sure. There's some dancing that's not great. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I I, I don't know. It kind of just made me feel worse for being a person, for watching it.
0: (laughs) To me, this movie is... A dismal failure in writing, directing, acting, choreography.
1: The only thing it would be good for... cinematography was fine, yeah. ...would be, like, marking down exactly when the naked parts are and just fast-forwarding, getting on VHS and fast-forwarding to those parts.
0: I guess. But even a lot of those are not exactly, like, titillating. You know what I mean? Right?
1: Like, Like, the one, like... I think it was hotter watching her give a lap dance than watching her have sex.
0: Oh, yeah. Because. That sex scene is ridiculous.
1: Yes. It was terrible.
0: She's like, she's got her legs wrapped around this dude and like, she's going to town on his belly button. (laughs) Like, they're not lined up properly at all. No. They're in a pool and she's flopping around like he's pulled a trout from the water.
1: (laughs) It was really bad.
0: I mean, like. That's an easier way to drown than it is to get <laughs> off, in my opinion. Is that, like, are hard nipples more attractive than soft nipples?
1: I would assume that they are because that's something that happens with arousal and, you know, right. they don't want to think that the girl's not
0: See, I, I like See, bo- I like both. Soft nipples, hard nipples. It Don't care if
1: I'm into it. It doesn't, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Just as long as there are nipples.
0: I'm not talking about you.
1: Oh, whose nipples are you talking about? I'm talking about if you're
0: watching, you know, like if you're if you're going to like um, the Spice Channel or whatever on uh, on cable and trying to watch this scrambled... <laughs> You know, like uh, the swirl of the Picasso. Can you really tell the, the Picasso porn that's on uh, that's on there? Where it's like you're trying to, you know, you're giving yourself a headache trying to see that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if or or you know, Playboy magazine or a hustler magazine. That's what I'm saying. Okay, saying it doesn't matter to me if they're hard or not. That's all.
1: Well, and if you want to uh, go back to the episode we did on clerks. Last year, um...
0: That will have some relevance to the movie that we watched this week.
1: Because we watched the second movie that uh, Kevin Smith made. Yep. Mallrats. Mallrats. Interesting.
0: So, before we really get into it, I liked this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, It is absolutely bombing at the
1: box office. It is a sad, sad thing.
0: But I liked this movie a lot. Now, obviously, his first movie was kind of like, uh you know it was limited we mm-hmm. we went and saw it at the at the art house theater uh, last year by our place but it wasn't wide released into like it wasn't at the AMC right um and you know some people since then it's been released on video and we you know we've known friends that have kind of discovered it on video and everything but this one wide released movie totally like you know it's uh, wasn't you? Was it Universal?
1: Uh I think. yeah, I think so.
0: Gramercy, and you know it's absolutely bombing. <laughs> but I liked it a lot, and an interesting idea. So there's a couple things that link his first movie, Clerks, and this movie, Mallrats. Most notably, two of the characters, Jay and Silent Bob, mm-hmm. appear in both movies. But they mention some things like uh, that one girl. um, I can't think of her name now. Julie Dwyer, okay, who died in the pool. We found we find out because they go to Dante and Randall go to her funeral in Clerks. Right. We find out in this movie how she died because the star of this movie, T.S., tells her that she's going to be on Brandy Brandy Svenning's father's game show, and he says that, oh, the camera makes you look fat. Apparently she used to be fat when she was in high school, Right. I guess is how Dante got her. And, <laughs> right. And so she starts doing laps in the pool on, on lap number 700. I don't know how anyone knows. Like, was there somebody sitting there counting laps? Right. And she's dead, so they can't ask her. How, I don't know how they know. Which uh, lap it was, but she uh, dies. She has an embolism. In mid back stroke, as she says. So this must take place like... A, a couple y- days before. Yeah, a couple days before, you know, Clerks does. Yeah.
1: This, uh, the movie.
0: Yes, the movie
1: exists. <laughs> Very funny movie. It is. I like it.
0: Um, I like the style of... It's like a silly comedy, but the language that's used is very erudite. Why are you in this uh, monument to consumerism and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. We saw a movie.
1: We saw the best movie.
0: Yeah, tell us about this, this film.
1: Clueless. Mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone. I love her.
0: The girl from the Aerosmith commercials. Yes. Or, I mean... <laughs> Um, commercials, music videos.
1: music videos, commercials
0: for their their albums.
1: I want to live in this movie. I wish that our school was like her school. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I want more like dressing up and like I don't know more. Money. You're the
0: dressiest person. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would help too.
1: You know, I mean this this movie seems like it could take place in Orange County.
0: I think they're in Beverly Hills.
1: Is that Orange County? Yes. Oh my God, it is. See, I told you we to go and follow the money to Orange County. (laughs) So, okay. So Cher is 16, named after the singer Cher. Right. Her mother was killed in a tragic liposuction accident Mm -hmm. uh, when she was a baby. So she doesn't remember her mom, which is kind of sad. She's being raised by her crazy, uh, mean lawyer dad, who's actually really nice, but he just I'm seems saying, mean. not
0: kind of that mean. He just, it's Dan. It's the way Dan Hedaya, or whatever What
1: his name in is. the fuck was that?
0: That's his last name. <laughs> I can't pronounce it, though. But it's the way he talks. Yeah. He's been in things before.
1: He's been in things?
0: Yeah. Okay. He's been in films before.
1: There you go. So what what has he been in?
0: <laughs> a watermelon.
1: Ew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember all the movies he's been in. I don't know.
1: Okay, no been he's, in stuff. He's actually very nice, but he's like grumpy. He's gruff. Yes, gruff is a good word. And um, she has so much money. They have so much money. He's a lawyer in Beverly Hills or whatever, mm-hmm. or Los Angeles. Beverly Hills. Mm. Mm. He says everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes when, when she's supposed to be coming home. Beverly
0: Hills is L.A. It's the same thing. All right. Los Angeles County.
1: So she has. Well,
0: I guess, yeah. I guess technically then they're in L.A. County. They're not in Orange County. Yeah. It's
1: close, though. Either way, California. But she has a giant closet and a computer program mm-hmm. that picks out her outfits. I want this. Can you make it?
0: Sure. Okay. I don't know anything about computer programming <laughs> or computers, but yeah, I'll make it.
1: Okay. Um, so that's how it starts, is her picking out her outfit that way. I would love that. I would love to have my outfits picked out by a computer. Do you think in like 20 years we'll be there? I mean, we gotta, we'll got we all have that by then, right? Flying cars and everything?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't think they'll ever make flying cars. Aww. I don't think it's logistically possible. Because, sorry, (laughs) grimace at me like I'm the one that made the laws of physics. Taking the fun out of it. No, I just, I don't know how you have lanes, how you have any kind of, you know, like, what are you going to have, air traffic control for every car in the country? It doesn't make a lot of sense. But, a computer program that picks out your clothes, I could see that.
1: So, yeah, so I want to have that. And... Her friend Dion picks her up. Dion? Dion, like Dion Warwick. Cher and Dion. It's so funny. Um, They dress amazing and weird and cool, and Dion has the coolest hats. Um,
0: Yeah, like a bell.
1: But neither of them have a license. They both have a permit. Mm -hmm. How are they driving around together? Like he says at some point, you know, no driving around with Dion. Two uh, permits don't equal a license.
0: But her dad bought her do a jeep all the time. Yeah, her dad bought her a jeep, and she decided that she just gets to drive it, right? Because she owns it.
1: It's so bizarre. Like my mom would never let me drive until I had a license. No, I was actually the only one in my driver's ed class who uh, had never driven a car before. Really? Yeah.
0: Not oh, so you, like your parents never even took you out?
1: No. Hmm. Not even in like the mall parking lot at like two in the morning. Nope. Wow so they're driving along they're going to school they go to this amazing school and (laughs) shut up Um,
0: how detailed are we going to get with this uh, with this recap so they're driving along (laughs) and they're going and it's fun and there's some music playing and awesome music Cher reaches down and turns the knob
1: shut up okay
0: we saw a very sexy movie
1: Mm, not at all (laughs)
0: Well, it stars the sexiest man in the world.
1: Yeah, no. I'm sorry. He's a fantastic actor. Mm -hmm. Never in a million years would I want to have sex with him.
0: What about Kevin Bacon?
1: Eh, not really.
0: Gary Sinise? Closer? Bill Paxson.
1: No. Really? Okay. I mean, he's he's cute, but he's not sexy.
0: Bill Paxson looks like if Oklahoma was a person. (laughs) Right? So... We saw Apollo 13. I was reluctant to go to this movie because I thought I'd be lost because I never saw Apollo 1 through 12.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I have to deal with this every day.
0: Anyway, yes, you were saying a bad, bad, bad movie.
1: Bad movie. Bad movie. Tell us Tell National us Lampoon senior trip.
0: From the brilliant minds behind National Lampoons from Doug Kenny even though he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh unfortunate it's, about Doug Kenny but
1: it, it seems unfair that they put the name National Lampoon that they attach to vacation. Yeah. and Christmas vacation. Right. And I believe Animal House. You said
0: Animal House. That yeah. was the first one. European Vacation. Mm-hmm. Even uh, I can't think of any other ones. But, but
1: those were all decent comedy films. Not the best, but okay.
0: This is trying to be Animal House.
1: It fails.
0: Animal House on a road trip. That's what Ugh. this. That's what this movie's it's trying bad. to be. It's so bad. I don't know if Maddie Simmons, who who produced, he was one of the the owners or one of the, whatever, the publishers of The National Lampoon. I don't know if he produced this movie, too. I think he still has a hand in this stuff, but I'm not sure. As I mentioned, Doug Kenny's dead. Uh, And most of the other creative forces behind National Lampoons are gone. So one of the writers for The National Lampoon way back when, uh, like a decade ago, or more than that now, actually, was John Hughes. Okay. And John Hughes wrote christmas vacation wrote the original vacation movie and everything
1: and breakfast club and everything else good
0: yeah and they and they (laughs) they they worked with like they worked with john landis they worked with harold Ramis, they worked with you know really brilliant comedic people in the early days with animal house and stuff like that and that's probably maybe the biggest failing of this movie is that there is no talent (laughs) behind this movie at all none terrible I mean, they got Matt Frewer to be in it, who played that weird, like, time-traveling dude or whatever. You on, mean the Star, star Trek? Star too? Trek, yeah.
1: Remember? He wasn't even time-traveling. He was just stupid.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Barkley. He does look like Barkley. Oh. But I'm not talking about Barkley. He played... Matt Frewer played this guest star. I think he was on two episodes. I don't... I can't remember if he traveled dimensions or if he just traveled in time or what it was. I think he was just called the Traveler. He ends up taking Wesley with him at one point. Like Wesley okay. travels with him. I think that's the end of Wesley's character arc. because he travels with this dude? Oh, out of the show forever. Wow. Yeah. But uh, you know, so he's done stuff in the past that I've liked, like taking Wesley out of <laughs>
1: out of. Oh, you don't like Will Wheaton?
0: I don't mind Will Wheaton, but I don't I don't like the character of Wesley. Mm. Very much. I do. Yeah. Okay.
1: He was cute.
0: I guess. In a, in a you know, don't hit me kind of way. <laughs> His name is Matowski or Murtowski or know, something whatever. like that. I it's, didn't
1: care enough about him to remember. It's
0: supposed to be like Blutarski. Okay. Bluto Blutarski, which was, uh, what's his name's character? That was John Belushi's character in Animal House. Okay. Blutowski. So this is, he's supposed to be that. This guy's no John Belushi. Not anywhere near as funny. They, he doesn't, like, John Belushi's character doesn't talk much in that movie, and they mention in this movie, like, he speaks, like, the one time he talks. And the one time he talks, he says, I want to fuck a Jap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he says, a Jap from China. That's what he says. A blonde one. With, yeah, blonde. What? A blonde
0: Japanese woman from China. So he
1: doesn't even know fucking geography. And he says, Jap. Which is terrible, yes. Oh my
0: god, yeah, it's it's awful. The whole thing's bad. But he gets to, because of course he does.
1: And he's he- not only, like, just unattractive, but, like, when he meets her, he, he has to run up stairs because she takes an elevator and he's Mm -hmm. trying to beat her so he gets all sweaty he's like even grosser than normal
0: yeah he jumps on her elevator climbs in there like
1: a fucking monster
0: yeah and says oh i'm here to save you presumably presumably he gets to have sex with her because the next time we see him he's in the elevator wearing her blonde wig we don't know what happened to her i don't know if he ate her her. yeah (laughs) i think that's pretty much it
1: steve didn't get it all either.
0: Steve doesn't deserve a doll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aw, poor Ian's earring.
0: The dolls, they're they're what are they? They're Brenda and Brandon, Kelly, Dylan, and and Donna. Da- and Donna. No David either. No. No David. No Andrea. No Steve.
1: It's so weird. I bet if they made those three dolls, they would have sold. I mean, maybe not as much because they're not as pretty. That's got to be insulting.
0: Is it is that you think that's why? Well, because Andrea's got a big Jewish nose.
1: I think. I think part of it is that Andrea is just not as big of a member of the cast.
0: I guess. Yeah, she's. Yeah.
1: But Ian Ziering and uh, the one who plays David uh, help.
0: Brian Austin, Austin Green. Green.
1: They're pretty substantial members of the cast, yeah. and I think it's because they don't think they're as attractive as the other guys. Well, that's sad. But like, first of all, Steve's got a Steve's
0: got a nice build.
1: Steve has a nice body, but he's got a butter face. I'm sorry, and I really, <laughs> you know how I feel about blondes. So
0: sorry. I, as I've said before, I'll bet I bet Ian Ziering's like the nicest guy in the world, probably because he's playing this piece of shit character.
1: But Brian Austin Green is not bad looking. He's just younger. Yeah. So.
0: Maybe they felt it would be pedophilia if they made a doll of him.
1: He's one year younger.
0: <laughs> well, and also in reality, he's probably over 18.
1: Yeah. Because so, of child labor loss. I don't know. But yeah, that's all. That's all they did. Three girls, two boys.
0: Three girls for every two boys. Which
1: is sad. Like, who's Donna supposed to be with when you're playing with them? Are you going to play with them? That's... that's-
0: that that's the thing is that they've set it up so that it's like Donna and Kelly on uh, Dylan or something like that or on Brandon. Well, yeah, yeah it'd have it to be on Brandon. Be Brenda. Yeah, it can't be Brenda. Brenda.
1: Brenda's only option here is Dylan. So if they break up, she's got her ex boyfriend <laughs> and her brother. Her doll is screwed. Yeah. <laughs> God, Brandon's gonna end up with Donna.
0: What if, what if could Brenda go out with Ken or can you not? Can, can you not? across the world i want to know exactly the rules of the playscape of your mind
1: i think she could i think she could go out with ken or alan okay who the fuck is alan (laughs) ken's best friend what he's got red hair he's midge's boyfriend who's (laughs) midge barbie's best friend so
0: Barbie has a best friend named Midge.
1: Who is red-haired, yes.
0: that's And she's also a redhead. Yes,
1: and she has a boyfriend who's Alan who's a redhead.
0: So they're going to have nightmare red-headed kids, okay?
1: They're going to have adorable red-headed kids.
0: Well, well, what kind of red hair do they have? They have that clown red hair? <laughs> yes. They do, don't they?
1: <laughs> that's
0: not adorable.
1: No, it is. Like, Midge has, like, this really cool wedding dress where it's like... Does it hide her freckles? It's got like a red bodice and like uh, red hearts on the on the skirt. So let me ask you a question. Matches her red hair. Uh,
0: he's a redhead. So is is Alan Irish or is he just angry and white?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's Irish. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, it's good to know that that doll Brenda has options. She can steal Ken from Barbie, <laughs> yes. or Alan from Midge. <laughs> the most 1950s name ever.
1: Oh goodness!
0: <laughs> oh Midge.
1: I know Midge. Midge is reminds Midge, me of Peggy Bundy.
0: Is Midge is Midge Barbie's slutty friend? Like she'll do stuff with Alan that Barbie wouldn't do with Ken. <laughs> Again, let us into the playscape of your mind. I want to know.
1: Maybe, maybe she'll invite Donna. Oh, wow. Donna won't be lonely anymore.
0: So Midge is is experimental. Maybe. All right. That is the show for the week. Carol, do you want to tell people anything?
1: Well, you missed out on the contest if you did, and if you didn't, then thanks for playing. And maybe,
0: Um, (laughs) maybe we'll have another contest at some point in the future. Maybe. Maybe a, a contest. If you
1: guys are really good, yeah, we, then we might reward you with more prizes.
0: We have some pogs with our with our logo on it.
1: We know how you all love to collect pogs. Pogs. So, RetroLateFee.com, LateFee1994 at AOL.com.
0: That's right. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, oh, somebody uh, wrote a review uh, of our show on an AOL chat room thing. I don't have it. In front of me right now, but maybe we'll we'll read that out next week. Yeah, we'll have to
1: pull that up for next time.
0: Anybody else that wants to do the same thing, you can go ahead and maybe we'll read it out.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: All right. Tell friends about the show.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.